0: Hi, I'm Francine, and you're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast, a podcast where our first topic of conversation will always be Disney. I've been a Disney fan for as long as I can remember, and I'm determined to bring more of that Disney magic into my everyday life. So if you need a little extra pixie dust in your day, you've come to the right place. Thanks so much for listening, and let's get started. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. I wanted to have on a guest today that was going to go over with me sort of the hurricane prep that happened at Walt Disney World. I know a bunch of you were following along. I did my coast-to-coast trip, went from Disneyland to Walt Disney World, and I had a friend that was coming to meet us in Walt Disney World for the weekend, and the hurricane kind of got in the way. So big welcome to my friend, Jen. Hey, Jen. Hey, Pixie Dust fan. Hello. (laughs) Um, Jen was coming down for the weekend, so we'll get into her whole story after. Um, Introduce yourself a little bit, Jen. Where can people find you, and how do they find you
1: online? Um, So (laughs) I am Jen. I'm a a vacation specialist with Pure Magic Vacations. Uh, You can find me on Facebook as Pure Magic Jen, um, or Jennifer at Pure Magic Vacations, uh, that's where I, I hang out most of the time. So that's, yes, that's place to find me. I'm always on there, uh, sharing lots of posts and, and information about my trips and my visits.
0: Yes. And you're a moderator for my group and you do the best ear
1: challenge I've ever seen online. I am, and it's coming up soon. It's coming up soon. I keep doing it a little bit earlier and earlier each year because the first year I did it in like, on winter and I was freezing. Like I'd have to wear my winter hat and then put my ears on. Oh, Uh, right. It was, was all red. So then last year I did it a little bit sooner. Uh, (laughs) And I think I might go a little sooner again this year, maybe, maybe early October.
0: Right. And you know, I didn't, I obviously didn't plan this, but why don't (laughs) we should tell people about your ear challenge before we get started on your vacation. So (laughs) this is the challenge that you came up with this. I feel like it was maybe three years ago, four years
1: ago. I think about three. I think I, this will this will be my third year doing it. Right. right officially. So <laughs> um, basically what happened, I, I bite ears. I mean, I'm a I'm a shopaholic to begin with. So I bite ears all the time when I go. And it's one of those things like, do I really need these? Am I going to wear them? It's not like I can wear them at home. And my husband's always behind me going, you don't need another pair of ears. <laughs> And I kind of, I wanted to stick it to him. I wanted to prove him wrong. So I said, all right, fine. I'm home. I'm going to wear a pair of ears every single day, wherever I go for two whole weeks. Um, And I did it. I wore them to the grocery store. I wore them to to school. I wore them out on our date night to a restaurant, much to his, uh, (laughs) yeah
0: and you document all this with pictures like we all enjoy following along on Facebook and seeing you guys out at dinner with your ears on
1: and it was fun like I had people come up and that that were following along and and they came up and said like hey I I heard you were doing this and they were all excited to see me out actually doing it like they thought maybe I would just put the ears on and pose for a picture Um, but they they saw that I was actually out and about wearing them all the time (laughs) Um, last year, when I did it, it coincided with um, Disney actually running uh, a Share Your Ears promotion where if you yes. shared a picture of you wearing ears and hashtagged it with Share Your Ears, they would donate to Make a Wish. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of perfect timing when I did that because every day I was posting pictures of ears and and people started to join in and wear their ears out and share pictures of it. So. So it was, it was kind of fun when people started to jump in and participate with me. <laughs> yeah. And I think every year
0: it's gaining a little more momentum. And you're right. Last year it was with the, the Make-A-Wish. It coincided with
1: that. And then Pure Magic just uh, partnered up with Make-A-Wish too. We did. We did. I'm really excited about that. So I think this year when I do it, regardless of, you know, whatever Disney is doing officially, um, this year we'll do it and we'll actually link it to... Um, our connection and our partnership with make a wish and oh. like to raise some money that way. Um, so people will be able to follow along and donate if they'd like, and you know, I'll run some giveaways and we'll, we'll have some fun with it. Oh. Um, it's we'll, so exciting. I know I'm really excited. It's, it's fun to begin with. Like it, it always feels kind of silly when you first do it, when you leave the house and you're wearing these like big <laughs> ears and, um, and some people give me funny looks, but the majority of people are smiling and enjoying it and they want to talk to you about it like, oh my gosh, I have those ears at home too and I never know what to do with them. Um, right. So it, it brings a little bit, it brings a little bit of pixie dust to somebody's day. So. Exactly. So Absolutely. Kind of I love it. Especially when it starts to get a bit colder and a bit more gray. And Yeah, it's that you know, time of the year
0: when people just
1: need like a little bit of a boost. Yep. And that's, that's my boost. That kind of keeps me going. And then by the time that's done, then I start getting ready for Christmas, which is, I I go a little bit crazy for holidays. So.
0: (laughs) So Jen, you do this huge, like ear challenge every year, and I'm really excited about it. I can't wait. I will share it on my page um, as soon as you start so that everybody can follow along. But I really wanted to talk to you today about your trip to Walt Disney World. Like it was, it was an epic adventure, um, you know, there was a bunch of us that were going to be down in Walt Disney World and you decided to come for the weekend.
1: I did. I did. I was really, really excited. Um, I was sneaking away from my family <laughs> <laughs> I booked the earliest flight I could get out of Buffalo on the Friday morning. Right. Uh, so I jumped on the plane at six o'clock in the morning. I was super nervous to drive to Buffalo by myself. I had never done anything like that. I'm not a big driver. Um, is, it a,
0: is it a long drive, like from where you uh, live to Buffalo? For
1: me, for me, it's about two hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I did chicken out a little bit, and I drove down the night before and stayed in a hotel. Yeah. So well, I didn't pick it up. Quite a like a six so,
0: a.m. flight, it's probably best if you're already there, right? Or else you would have had to leave at like midnight or two o'clock in the morning or something.
1: Yeah, my original plan. Um, my original plan was to leave at like one o'clock in the morning to drive down there. Right. So it it just, when I started to think about it and I got about a day out, (laughs) I was like, I can't drive all the way to Buffalo and cross the border by myself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Get on the flight. And we had, we had planned to do Mickey's not so scary Halloween party on my arrival day. So I was like, there's no way I'm getting up at one o'clock in the morning and staying out until one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. That would have been a bit much. (laughs) And the hotel is reasonable. And it was, you know, I think it was $120 US. Okay. Just right across the street from the airport. Um, leave my car there for up to seven nights. Um, as part of that rate. So it was really Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, it was a no-brainer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my own safety.
0: <laughs> so the Friday, that's it. You've left now, cause you wanted to make sure you were back in time for the kids to start school and they were starting school on Tuesday.
1: Yeah. So that was that was what kind of Dictated by dates, right. um, so I was going down there first thing Friday morning, and I was heading home very early Monday morning. So again, another really early flight, but because yes, they, they pick you up and take you, so I didn't have to worry <laughs> about transportation at right. all. Um, thank you, Magical Express. Yes, but, uh, <laughs> and we were going to be going to the airport the same time Monday morning. Yes, yeah, yes, that was going to be you know my fun bus ride, but. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mother Nature had other plans for us. So, no, I know. Like, so you arrived Monday or Friday. Monday, Friday, yes. I arrived Friday. Um, I got there. I, I landed just after eight o'clock in the morning um, and I got on Magical Express. It took me like 20 minutes to get my luggage and get down there. It was really, really quick and easy. Um, I got on Magical Express and I headed straight for the new resort at Coronado Springs. Um, right. know um and met up with you guys so that was my brief my brief visit with you yeah (laughs) and we had you had your actually
0: carrie and i were giving you um the gear well carrie was giving you the gears about your luggage because you were only going to be you know with us a couple of days in florida and i thought you
1: had the acceptable amount of luggage um i probably had more luggage than carrie had for that entire yeah (laughs) (laughs) a full-size suitcase, and then I also had a carry-on. But to be fair, in my defense, the carry-on, I always have to bring a fairly big carry-on because I bring a lot of my files with me. Right. Um, I'm very old school, so I have a lot of paper files for my clients. And knowing that I was flying in there during hurricane season, I knew that I might have to access some of those files while I was there. Um, So I always have those with me in my carry-on. And I had also promised a couple of friends to bring them back these um, decorative pillows, that were supposed to be for sale, so I was on the hunt for these pillows and thought I need space to pack oh. and bring all these pillows home. <laughs> right, the pillows. That's right. I remember, and we talked about yeah. these because they were beautiful. These pillows. They were so nice. They they had like the castle, and then it said kind of home and silhouette on the castle. They're really really nice and super reasonable. Um, I expected them to be a lot more, but I didn't. I didn't find them. Um, so I did come home with a fairly empty carry on. Yeah, and.
0: Yeah. So you, you basically don't get a uh, time off when you're doing the travel. So you bring your client's files with you in
1: case they yeah. need something while you're gone. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm always, always available to them. So. Right. <laughs> <So> the <laughs> it was, I spent the, when I, when I first arrived there, I, I had to go straight into my files because you know, right away, the, the announcements were coming in about the hurricane and, know. you know, it kept shifting where it was going to go. And was it going to affect Orlando? Was it going to come that far inland? Um, so, you know, I had a lot of, a lot of nervous clients at home concerned about whether or not they should be heading down that same week. Um, right. You know, so we were checking into other possible dates and what the airlines would do to accommodate them. And, you know, just trying to get as many options as we could, because it's kind of a waiting game. Like you're sort of, you don't want to make the change because you put so much effort into your fast passes and your dining and you've got everything you wished for. And then, right, poof, you know, you're just going to change it all and come down a few weeks later. So it's not a decision that people come to lightly. Um, yeah. But at the same time, safety is a, a huge issue when you're traveling as a family. So we had to have all of those options kind of laid out so that if they came and said, okay, that's it, we're not going to come down this week, we're going to push our, our dates out, we had right. to jump on it. Um, so yeah, I did. <laughs> My files were constantly coming out. Um, and it's,
0: it is so, you know, people ask that a lot about traveling during hurricane season. And I mean, you know that I've, I've sadly been in two of them um, on Disney vacations. Once on a ship I was in, you know, we were in a hurricane. And then once I was down there for Irma. So I, I arrived, I think, two days before Irma hit um you know and they are definitely disney is the safest place to be during a hurricane i know a lot of the locals um they actually come to walt disney world to ride out the hurricanes because they are safer than than their own homes where they are so you start to see sort of the people coming in with their whole families and their dogs and you know all sorts of stuff but this one was a little weird because nobody really knew when or where it or if it was coming, like it seemed to be so up in the air, like they didn't really have a clear definitive path for this one.
1: Well, that's a normally, normally, you know, Orlando and that whole area is kind of like, that's the, the safe spot to go to. But they were saying it wasn't going to be necessarily the safest right. uh, place to be. But we were, you know, I was still pretty confident that everything was going to be looked after that, you know, I was going to be in good hands where I was. Yeah. Um. So I wasn't really, <laughs> I wasn't overly worried. I just kind of you know, I was helping out my clients and getting that all sorted and went and had a bit of lunch. Like I was just kind of taking my time because I knew that night we had Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. So I wanted to be kind of rested and ready to go to that. So I didn't, I didn't do too much in that first- um, The first day, yeah. I until
0: the, until you went to the party but it was that time I guess it was just before was it just before the party when Orlando Airport announced they were gonna close
1: yeah so I'm all excited and I walk through the gates of the magic Kingdom and you know all the decorations are up and and everybody's out there handing out the maps for the party and letting you know where I can get all the candy <laughs> and I'm really excited and ready to go I did my hair I had like a spider in my hair I was all you know ready to celebrate haunted mansion because that's one of my favorites um, so I was super giddy, and then I looked at my phone, because I was going to take some pictures, and uh, I saw a message from someone that the airport announced it was going to close on Monday at 2 a.m., and right. of course, my flight home was 8 a.m., yep. so <laughs> mine was 7. Thank, <laughs> like, that was, like, all of my confidence was gone then. I was like, what What do I do now? Um, so the first thing I did, like, I always tell my clients first to check out the flights. Yeah, so I went straight to Southwest who I was flying with and I started to look at what was available. Um, and this was my, my first little breakdown was there was nothing, nothing. So nothing was available for Saturday. Nothing was available for Sunday. Um, and Monday it was closed. So if I didn't get home on Saturday or Sunday, I was looking at having to stay potentially until later the following week. Right. Um, which, you know, with my kids going back to school and my husband going back to work, it just really wasn't going to work for me logistically. But I called Southwest and this was where it got a little bit, you know, even more tricky. Southwest had no idea that orlando airport had announced that it was going to close <laughs> so they were like nope your flight's still on and i'm like but the airport's closed like are you gonna pick us up somewhere else <laughs> am i supposed to run alongside and jump yeah, on board? like <laughs> put my hand up and hope for the best like what what is happening and she was like it's still on as far as we're concerned and i was like but it's on their website that the airport is closed and she was like, there's, there's nothing else I can tell you. Like, as far as we're concerned, the flight is still on right now. If you want to change to Saturday or Sunday, you are more than welcome to. And I said, okay, can you find me something?
0: <laughs> and wow. she came
1: back and said, yeah, I, I can't. It's sold out. Every flight out is sold out. Um, so I was, I was a little bit nervous and it, it put a bit of a damper, I think on the beginning of the the evening. Of um, course. Yeah. Like you're,
0: you're at the party and thinking, how am I going to get home? Am I, am I here? You know, and I don't like to use yeah. the phrase stuck here for a week because nobody ever figures you're not stuck when you're in Disney, yeah. but,
1: but you had to get home. Like you kid, you wanted to be home for your kids to go to school. Um, and it was, it was so hot. So the humidity was just like, as soon as you went outside, you felt wet. Like you were, yeah, so I'm trying to search things on my phone and my fingers are all sticky and wet so you know it's not working on my phone <laughs> I'm trying to find somewhere that I could just like sit and you know I didn't I hadn't even called my husband at that point because I didn't want him to panic like he would have been in a car to drive down and get me <laughs> right. um so you know we were just kind of nervous so I met up with a, a couple other friends that um, I was visiting while I was down there and they had decided they were going to fly out of Tampa yeah. So okay. Um, I'm gonna hitch a ride with these guys, and I'm gonna go to Tampa because they're they're not supposed to get hit by this at all. So hopefully their airport stays open. Um, right. So I had my my backup travel agent, my husband. Uh, he went and booked this flight for me, and we were all good. So even though the downside of this flight, um, the good thing is is I was going to be home Sunday. The bad part was I was going to get back to Toronto instead of Buffalo. Right. So- my car is in buffalo I'm like doesn't matter gets me home and back for back to school um it's gonna be great i'll find my car later (laughs) what an adventure um and then that flight didn't actually work out um the other people in the group it wasn't going to work for them and i no longer had a way to hitch to tampa yes me too (laughs) (laughs) yeah i cancelled that flight and i still had my southwest flight which still hadn't been cancelled even though the airport was closed. Um, So I was still in limbo, but I kind of, the party had kind of gone into full swing at that point and we had done a few attractions and I was getting ready for the parade and the fireworks and I just forgot about it as much as I could for like the next three hours. right? Because you can't, right? Like there's nothing you can do. At that point I was kind of helpless with it. Um, So I could either worry about it and fret or just see what happens. and then there was that that little bit of hope like maybe they'll reopen the airport. <laughs> yes.
0: And we kept checking like Twitter and Facebook and and the airport was like radio silent. It was very frustrating <laughs> because they were saying nothing. And
1: you know the airlines we were like how come you guys don't seem to be recognizing that the airport's closed?
0: Yeah, cuz I was getting the same story from Air Canada. They were saying we're watching the weather and we're we your flight's still on time Monday morning.
1: Yeah. I've never seen that happen where the airport announces they're going to close. Yeah. Then maybe they're going to reopen. Like, I never even considered that that was a possibility because I haven't seen that happen before. Yeah. Uh, we were all very confused by it. And, you know, even
0: we were in, the, I didn't have to get home for back to school, but same thing. I was thinking I'm going to be here for another four days if I don't get out
1: before the airport closes. Because but at it, that point, they were saying that that the hurricane wasn't even going to be hitting really until Wednesday. So we were like, yeah, why are they airport if they close it on Monday they're gonna keep like it's gonna stay closed Monday Tuesday Wednesday right it doesn't make any sense for Thursday maybe for Friday so I thought like I'm stuck here until next week like I will be here until Thursday or Friday um, and I'll have to hope that there's room on one of those flights to get me home right Uh, so I was I was pretty pretty nervous Um, and you know you could see like around the parks you could see people were starting to clear out and head home early yeah Uh, and then a few people were getting ready to stay longer. So people that had that option, they didn't have to be back for work or anything like that. Um, some people chose to extend their stay, which that would be awesome if they could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you could see, you know, people were heading back to their rooms. They were like cashing in all their snack credits and taking all kinds of goodies back to, to stock up and, and have things handy. Um, but I was still a little bit like, not sure what I was going to do. Um, so I did the party though. It was amazing. I had a great night. I got to ride a ton of attractions. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean had the overlay with the, the live actors. Oh yes. Well, so that was really cool. Like I, I love the classics. So going to Haunted Mansion and you know, all of everybody's in the full makeup as, you know, ghosts. And they had people walking around and a lot of really cool um, photo paths magic photos and things going on so it was it was awesome i did totally forget about it like there was a good solid three hours where i was just in complete bliss yes Um, i was in my element (laughs) we we went from riding haunted mansion to seeing jack skellington host the the new fireworks and they were awesome if you're a big tim burton fan um they've got like a really good creepy creepy side but again not not so scary Um, but they were they were really great i nudged my way in through the crowd. And had a really nice nice viewing spot a good spot (laughs) and then we we snuck in a few more attractions and then got our spot for the parade we went to the last parade um yeah a bit easier to get a spot for um so yeah it was it was awesome like i had a great night but leaving it was funny because you could see like the gas stations were starting to get like lineups of people at you know one o'clock in the morning yeah to fill their cars because they didn't know if they were going to have to drive out and try to evacuate. Yeah, and there were already reports of some gas stations being out of gas. Yeah, there were. They were saying that they had like refueling trucks coming, um, yeah. only to very specific gas stations. Um, so the one, the first one that we went to, just had nothing. Like we could not get gas there, and we went to a second gas station. And we were able to fill up, and we saw the truck actually there. Right. Um, so it was kind of neat, but they, everybody was filling up their cars and grabbing cases of water. Yep. <laughs> you really, you really thought that it was coming, that it was going, yeah. um, and everybody was, you know, getting, getting ready to either be on the road for an extended period of time or stuck in their hotels or condos or wherever it was that they were staying. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was weird. It was interesting, um, to see, but everybody was calm. Like it was very, it was still very chill about the yeah. whole thing. There wasn't yeah. like there wasn't panic. It wasn't like oh my god, I've got to get the water. It wasn't. There was like, no right. hysteria. Yeah, you know, it was. It was all very organized and calm. And you know, you're in you're in Disney World. You're yeah. pretty confident that they're gonna have enough water and supplies and things, and you're gonna be. Oh fine.
0: yeah.
1: Um. So so there was. I think that's probably what kept everybody quite calm. Like you know that whatever the outcome is and whatever happens, you're you're gonna be in a very safe space. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So. <laughs> So yeah, that was, that was that night I went to bed. And at that point, I still wasn't hundred percent sure what we were doing to get home. Um, I just had my fingers crossed. We had this Tampa flight, not sure what was going to happen with it, but um, got up the next day. And again, I still had, you know, more clients at that point were, you know, seeing the closure with the airport and trying to figure out if they should, you know, move their, their flights, if it was going to be open for them coming in. Um, So I spent the morning working on, on client files again, trying to get everybody you know, reorganized and moved around and shuffled. Um, and then I, we took a look again at Southwest to see, and they had one seat. One seat had opened up on a flight that went from Orlando to Chicago and then Chicago to Buffalo. Um, and it was going to take like seven hours or something ridiculous, oh. <laughs> but it got me home yeah, uh, on the Saturday. So it was Saturday morning, um, about 10 oh. o'clock in the morning. And I booked this flight for Saturday afternoon to go home.
0: I know. <laughs>
1: it, it was such a bummer, but you know, the people, when, when you go to Disney world and you're there with other complete Disney diehards. Yes. It's not the end of the world. It's like, well, you came down here to see star Wars galaxy's edge and girl, you were going to go see it, get in the car, get dressed, pack your bag, have your suitcase ready. Get ready. Gonna go you and you're going to check it out. And then you're going to get on that plane. <laughs> yep. And, <laughs> that's and, exactly, and everything gets Yeah,
0: everything gets moved around so that you can get
1: in there and get to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, and like I threw things in my suitcase. I don't think I've ever packed like that in my life. Right. I thought it doesn't matter. Like at this point, it doesn't matter if it gets home. It doesn't matter if it gets lost. (laughs) I just threw things into the suitcases um, and head straight for Hollywood Studios. Um, And I had a good good two hours, two hours in the park. Um, Yes. I even got to sneak in a visit with Edna Mode. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. so, every time we go, she's got like a massive lineup and I haven't been yeah. able to do it with my family. And that day, like it had just cleared out and there was one person in line. So it was like, I had to do it. Oh, I, you had to, for I, sure. I, by I was like, I might miss my flight. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see Edna. <laughs> so I, I did. I got to go into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and it was, it was amazing. So I was already, I mean, maybe I was already a little bit emotional because of, you know, the, the chaos and the stress of the whole hurricane thing. Right. Um, but I totally cried. Um, yeah, when I saw it, when I, you know, you walk through that sort of tunnel yeah. uh, and then it opens up and, and you're, you're in there. And I, I totally got weepy. I was trying to do live video to share, um, with my Facebook followers. And I, I have like all these awkward pauses. You, <laughs> well, them, yeah. There's just like silent, yeah. awkward pauses. Um, where you're choking back the tears, right? right. Like if I keep talking, I'm gonna start like <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but it was I mean, it was just it was everything from my childhood that I never ever ever even conceived I would step into, right? Step into and be that close to. Like I the millennium, like it was right there. Yeah. And it it's real. Like it just it felt so real. Um and it's the full-size. So real. Like, it didn't feel – it does not feel like you're in a theme park. No. That is designed to look like Star Wars stuff. And yeah, it didn't, it didn't have that feel to it at all. It was it was completely different. And it was beyond what I expected. So, I, you know, Toy Story Land opened, and I thought, oh, this is really cute. But it, it felt very small to me. Like, the, the area oh. is small. Um, and I wasn't sure, you know, was, is Galaxy's Edge going to get that same kind of space? Or is it going to be a much bigger space? I had no idea. So when I walked in there and it was just, there's twists and turns and different, you know, walkways and paths. And there's so many spaces to go and check out and explore. Yeah. You know, and you didn't see, like, I didn't see slinky dog dash in the background. I totally forgot I was at Hollywood studios and that there was anything else there to see. It was just star Wars land. And yeah, <laughs> that was all it was like, there was nothing else. And it was great. Cause I, I mean, I love my kids and you know, I love my family and I can't wait to go back with them in January. We're doing the, the pixie dust fan cruise. Um, yes. We're going to spend six nights and do the parks. Cause I can't, I have to do both.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm the same really way. Like I'm so excited about the cruise. And for those listening, the pixie dust fan cruise, this is where like, we're getting a whole bunch of people that, you know, follow pixie dust van and you know, it's just this community. We're going to travel together on a, on a Disney cruise, January 20th. Um, but I'm the same Jen. Like I can't, I can't fly down there and just get on the cruise and turn around and come home. Like you're
1: an hour from the parks. Yeah. How do you, how do you just drive by? Right. So, so I'm excited and it's going to be their first time, you know, seeing, seeing the the new star Wars area. Yeah. But I just knowing how big a part of my childhood it was and how excited I was to see it. I wanted to be able to have that, that emotional reaction to it without, you know, them needing to go to the bathroom or needing yeah. a drink or anything else. I just wanted to, I wanted to have my moment. Yeah. I a Star Wars moment and I, I got to have it. So, you know, hurricane, whatever else, I got to have my moment.
0: <laughs> you did. You did. And when, like, when you look at that and we do have to do like a whole episode on Star Wars, <laughs> um, <laughs> but when you look at that in totality, like it, you flew down there Friday morning mm-hmm. and you went home Saturday afternoon. On, and it was a seven hour flight to go home. Mm-hmm. Oh, like it was a whirlwind. It was just over 24 hours that you were in Orlando. Yeah. And then they opened
1: the airport. Yeah. So they were not going to close. <laughs> I, I got to Chicago where I had a, a two hour layover. Um, and I said, I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to know if other flights opened up. I don't want to know if the airport. I said I'm not going to look, and then I looked. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. how do you not, right? How like you not. have access. How do you not look? So I looked, and I saw that they had reopened the airports, and my original flight was as scheduled, and everything yeah. was on time. And
0: it I, it was so confusing. and like as you know, I had my flight booked for 7 a.m. on the Monday morning, and I I was banking so I had booked the flight in Tampa with you um yeah. and then canceled that one and then I said you know what I'm going to I'm going to chance it I believe the airport is going to remain open based on what I'm seeing online I'm going to I'm going to chance it cuz what do I got to lose I'll be here a few more days and yeah. lo and behold finally the airport says we're not going to close so I'm like oh great I'm going to go home Monday morning as scheduled and then Air Canada canceled my flight Oh my God. (laughs) So they canceled my flight and bumped me to like a 9 PM flight that night. But that meant I wasn't going to get home into my house until like one o'clock in the morning. And I had to go to work. I had an 8 AM meeting the next day.
1: Yeah. So then,
0: you know, the panic sets in and I got to go and try and find new flights. And so anyway, Carrie and I ended up, I swear, I changed my flight more times in that (laughs) weekend. Like I can't even tell you all the flight itineraries I had in my email, but I finally we both finally got on a flight at um 7 p.m. on the Sunday. So okay. at least, you know, by the time I got home it was like midnight the Sunday night, but then I at least had Monday before I had to go back to work on Tuesday. So we just cut it short by one day. But when we were, you know, sitting waiting for the Magical Express on Sunday you could see a lot of the locals were coming in. Like, I think they just, cause they weren't sure about how close it was going to hit to um, hit to Florida. So they were expecting at least some winds and rain and that kind of stuff. Right. um, Yeah. I mean, there's no place, there's no safer place to be than at Walt Disney world for sure. And they definitely make sure that they're entertaining you and you're safe and they have the right supplies and this isn't their first rodeo. They've been through it, you know, a few times. So (laughs) They know how to take care of people, but it was definitely, it was very, in my mind, very confusing between the airport and the airlines. And it did not sure. need to be.
1: For sure. It was, it was hard. It was hard because they, they didn't seem to be talking to each other. Um, they seemed to have different. Yeah. Ideas of what was going to happen. And I mean, maybe, maybe they knew that the airport could reopen. I, I never thought that was a possibility yeah I and I thought you know I need to get home but the fact of the matter is like I think I still would have taken that Saturday flight just because so many things were up in the air and unsure and yeah and, and you had to be out, home. needed yeah. to get out like there were there were locals that needed places to stay and they needed those rooms and they needed to evacuate to Orlando yeah um, and I needed to get out of their way so it, it felt like the right thing to do no matter what mm-hmm. and to yeah. know for sure a hundred percent if I get on this flight Saturday afternoon, I get home. Yeah. Yeah. And if I waited, means- if I waited a day or, you know, if I waited till my Monday flight, there was always that chance that things could change again.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't get that opportunity to get home. So <laughs>
0: I had you to, had be to be take it,
1: which sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, Jen, I like, we were joking about
0: it afterwards. Cause obviously that weekend <laughs> was a little stressful, but afterwards we're joking about what an
1: epic adventure you had. <laughs> right. It's, it's you know, such a fun story! Like people, the kids went back to school, and people were like, "Oh my gosh, did you seriously go to Disney World for one day?" Yeah, yeah, and you did. I, I did. I landed. I did a couple things. I went to bed. I got up in the morning. I did a few more things, and I came home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it, it's it's quite it's quite the story, and it shows your dedication to getting to see you know Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> it is, and I mean that's the thing, right? So I had I had two really big things I wanted to do. Um, I wanted to do Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party because I hadn't done it in a few years. And I, you know, some things have been changed. And the addition yeah. of Jack Skellington, I, I love Nightmare Before Christmas. So I really, really wanted to see that party. Um, and I really wanted to see Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So those were my main, my main goals in coming yeah. down. And I thought I had a short amount of time to do those things. I was like, I'm only gonna be there till Monday. Ooh, how am I gonna put those in? <laughs> Well, little did I know I could do it in 24 hours. <laughs> I know,
0: like Jen, I can. Honest to God, that day when you text me and you're like, "Okay, I'm leaving," I'm like, "What?" <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> it was, it was crazy, but it was, it was the right decision. Um, it was for sure. It, it was the only one. Like I would have spent the next couple of days nervous and worried and stressing and unsure. And I also knew that you know I needed, I needed to get back and handle you know things at home and. know, with the clients that were waiting to leave, like I, I had, they were counting on me as well for advice and what to do. So it wasn't just a matter of what I should do personally. It was what I needed to do for, for myself and for the other people that were counting on me for advice and and help, um, bigger vacations. I know I'm always going back, but for some of these other people, it's a once in a lifetime trip. Yeah. Um, well, we know they're going to become regulars, but (laughs) You
0: know, and we all do that. We say, oh yeah, you know, you're planning. It's a once in a lifetime thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We agree with them and we all know it. it yeah. Once you go once, it's it's hard not to go back.
1: <laughs> get it. Once you get it, then you get why it's okay to go for 24 hours.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. And, you know, it totally makes sense. Um, and what, a, you know, not only is it a great adventure, but it was one of those things that was so out of the ordinary, the way that it was handled with the airports and the airlines. That it, you know, it just gives you a little more insight into how these things work, and you, you know, you experience. It just helps
1: you become better at advising people when you've gone through it yourself too, right? So, I mean, I I always used the example of you going down during Irma. Um, Yes. You know, whenever people would say, "What happens if there is a hurricane? What do I do?" and I said, "Well, we, I know this one," and she just she went down there on purpose. (laughs) Yeah. If I gotta tell
0: you, Irma was one of the best vacations I ever had, and. You know, people think I was nuts and they were like, why are you doing it? But it, it was my sister's birthday and it was a very big birthday. Uh, and we had been planning it for over a year and she she really wanted to be there to celebrate it. We had a cruise booked in the whole nine yards. They canceled our cruise and I just said to her, we'll still go. Like, I don't care if we're holed up in a room for three days, we will be in Walt Disney World celebrating your birthday. So we got on that plane and I, I think there were six people on it. Um, like they literally had to rebalance the plane and put us all in different seats to distribute the weight. Like that's, it was crazy. Uh, But you know, Disney took great care of us. We met a lot of locals that came there for, to find shelter. They had their dogs and their pets and Disney was so accommodating and you know, it was, we rode out the hurricane at Bay Lake tower and it was, it was definitely something to see but i will tell you after the after that passed by the the parks were were tremendous like it it was it was great no lines there was nobody there like it really was um it was really a great trip for us
1: yeah it does it it looks like it i mean it's you know everybody talks about the the magic of disney and, and that disney feeling that you get and i think if you're there throughout that that kind of a situation you really, you get to see that. You get to see oh, that yeah. magic. You know, you see the first responders that are, that are there that have set up like a base um, yeah. and the resorts have, you know, welcomed them in and accommodated them and making sure that everybody's fed. And you know, the, for the kids, it's scary. They're either there on vacation or they've had to leave their homes very abruptly um, yeah. to find safety. And Disney, is the the cast members are doing everything they can to still make it fun, um, to help yeah. them forget about what's going on maybe with their homes or not being able to get home. Um, they take away, like, it, it's a scary situation if you're there. Um, Absolutely. You know? thunder, thunder at home can be scary for my kids. So I can just yeah. imagine in a storm like that, it's, it's going to be scary. And they do such such an amazing job at taking oh. your mind off of it. And, you know, you feel like, oh, well, I'm, I'm missing out on my time in the parks. And they close the parks early. And, you know, I'm missing out on that time. That was I planned all this stuff. And then you have these once-in-a-lifetime experiences that no one else gets to have, yeah. you know? there's characters there and they have pajama parties and they have crafts and you meet all these other people like there it's this amazing community that kind of comes together and you have a completely different kind of magical experience and you have yes. no one else is going to have and i just i think it's it's an incredible place to be and it's amazing to see what they do and how they pull together um, yeah it's for each other it's incredible and you know it just it just if it's <clears throat> possible
0: strengthens the love of disney even more Absolutely. and you know as the vacation place to go um, but I know you're going to be back. Well, obviously in January, cause we're sailing together. Um, and then you're going to the parks. I got to figure out whether I'm going to the parks before or after what I'm doing. I haven't, both. I haven't quite figured that all out yet, but, um,
1: cause you know me, I'm a little more last minute. I, think, I think the answer for you is just always both. Like, should I go to Disneyland or Walt Disney World? Yeah. Both. Yeah. Should I go before the cruise or after the cruise? Both. both. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm becoming that person that
0: just says, yeah, just do both. <laughs> well, I think we're going to have to have you obviously back on the podcast again, Jen, because we're going to have to talk about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and all the fun stuff that's going on. So, but I really wanted to make sure that I, I had you had you on not only to to talk about, you know, your first view of Star Wars
1: Galaxy's Edge, but um, your 24-hour <laughs> whirlwind trip. Yeah, it was... It was, it was that, but I, I would do it again in a heartbeat. Like if somebody said, if you knew that this was going to happen and you were going to end up coming home Saturday, would you still have gone? And 100%. you were, I would have gotten on that plane Friday morning as planned yep. and come home Saturday afternoon. Like I, yep. I would not trade that. It was, it was an amazing opportunity and I'm so glad I had it. Obviously I would have loved to stay the full time, but I'm, I'm grateful to have done what I got to do um, while I was there. Absolutely, and so before we
0: close out the podcast, though, Jen, we do do something on the podcast. I know you, you know about this where uh, we talk about uh, something that brought us pixie dust this week, so something that made you happy, whatever it is that you you want to share with the listeners so that you know people can
1: maybe look for these things to bring a little pixie dust into their lives. ooh, pixie dust um, I think I will say that this was back to school, so I, I got home on time for back to school for the kids. Um, and it was really great to get back on the playground, dropping the kids off and reconnect with all those moms, um, with that mom community that you kind of have all year. And then in the summer, you're like, oh, well, we'll do this and we'll do that and we'll keep in touch. And you don't. People go to their cottages and they, they do their own thing in the summer. Like everybody's routine changes and you lose touch with everyone. Um, right. It was really great to get back on the playground and see them all again. Um, and right away, you know, like I... I couldn't make it to pick up my kids the one day. And one of the other moms was like, don't worry, I'll grab them. And they they made cookies. And, you know, it was it was great to just see that that, that community was still there and it still just fell right back into step. It was like, we were right back on the last day of school again. Um, so to know that, you know, I, I've got these awesome women again in my life that are gonna have my back and I'm gonna have theirs and my kids are gonna have an awesome year. And it, it felt great. It felt great to be back into that again. Um, oh, that's so great. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that would make you feel pretty good.
1: <laughs> it does. Like summertime, summertime is awesome. You know, I love summer and I love the the lack of routine and just kind of being lazy. Um, but you do, sometimes you just get disconnected and you lose touch with all of those people that were such a huge part of your life for, yes. you know, from November to June, you lose touch. Um, so it was good to see them, see them back again and, and, you know, see the kids excited to see their friends again, too. It's, it's nice. It's
0: that nice. is nice. Oh, uh, so mine this week was a little different. Um, <laughs> I was stuck in traffic going to work. I, you know, school's back for, so with along the lines of school being back, school's being back, which means traffic is horrible. Right. Um, so I was stuck on this side street that I take to work, but because they're doing construction at the end of another street, it just backed everybody up. So I was sitting on this street and it's a one-way street. I couldn't even turn around. I couldn't go anywhere. I was just stuck. And I was getting anxious and frustrated because I was going to be late for work. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw the car behind me in my, like in my mirror, the door open and this little boy get out of the car. And I think he was probably maybe seven. So I guess, you know, he had to go up almost half a block to go down the street to get to his school. Right. So I guess, you know, his dad had let him out of the car. So he gets out of the car and he gets on the sidewalk and he started skipping. (laughs) And he was skipping with the biggest heart and the biggest smile on his face. And his arms were right into it. And his backpack was bouncing up and down while he skipped this half a block to his school. And I can't tell you how my mood changed just watching him skip down the street. And there was like this whole construction site and all of the construction men, you could see on their faces, like (laughs) their scowls turned to smiles. Like everybody was just smiling, watching this little boy skip along the street. And it just, it just brightened my day. Like it just, it took away that frustration and that, you know, like just that horrible mood And it kind of made me smile and and laugh. And I just thought, you know, I need to look around more for happy people. (laughs) Absolutely. Because it just really does lighten your your own mood when you see someone so happy. And that little boy, he didn't have a care in the world. And he was such a good little skipper. (laughs) (laughs) So that was my pixie dust this week. So Jen, remind
1: everybody where they can find you online. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, it's Jennifer at pure magic vacations on Facebook. Um, my hashtag is pure magic, Jen with two N's. (laughs) If you go to look for me on Instagram as well.
0: Awesome. Thank you again so much, Jen. It's been so much fun chatting with you
1: and we're going to have to do it again, right? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's always always great to be able to chat disney with someone (laughs)
0: well we do these we'll do the live videos on facebook we do all sorts of disney chats together so thank you again jen you're always fun to hang out with thanks thank you so much for listening to the pixie dust fan podcast i am so grateful for the time that you shared with me today if you enjoyed the episode, I'd really appreciate if you could rate and review on whatever platform you're listening on. Reviews are really important in the podcast world. If you want to interact between podcast episodes, you can find me on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram as Pixie Dust Fan, and you can always find my blogs and show notes on PixieDustFan.com. Till next time, remember that you are never too old to be young. Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after.